The vast majority of the world consists of sedentary souls. And then there's a small fraction who keep exploring, keep growing. Settling just happens while a journey begins with one step. Both are correct, but only one for you. Hey there, you're listening to Dwelling Tiny, a podcast on creating new experiences through travel, life abroad, on a minimal budget, and while later in life. If Jeff can do it, why not you? Now your host, Jeff Jasper. Being born and bred nomad, after a while in a given place, my soul yearns to see, feel what's over the hill. It's not that I'm dissatisfied with where I'm at. I just need to move on. A side of me that took a long time for me to realize for whoever I'm traveling through life with needs to be of the same mindset. I can build houses with picket fences and have. Yet there comes a time when the need to move grows and grows. Not from dissatisfaction of where I'm at or who I'm with, as it is a need to know and experience more. Research tells us that the nomadic lifestyle started about 12,000 years ago. Presently, there are 30 to 40 million nomads worldwide. With a population of 7.888 billion, that puts the nomadic lifestyle pretty difficult to find a true soulmate unless you're traveling in a nomadic community, or at the very least, residing where the community is currently based. A definition of nomad is one who belongs to a migratory community moving for food and water. While a vagabond doesn't have an objective, just traveling for the sake of it, without shelter or a job. The vagabond lifestyle speaks to me of a fast-paced way of traveling, while nomads move at a much slower pace, moving when the need for fresher water or fields grows too strong. With these definitions, I'm a slow-moving nomad. In life, it's important to know who you are. Charting a course of travel too far out can get costly. Having reservations set far forward can lead to lower cost and some peace of mind. Yet it can be expensive leash. Last year, I wanted to attend an event many thousands of miles out of my normal path of travel. It was one of those once-in-a-lifetime events. I booked the flights, living space, and end at good prices, meaning <laughs> not changeable. I was satisfied as time progressed. Then the event was canceled, moved months into the future. That unforeseen change became costly. I had purchased insurance, but then I found out that that covered the uh, equipment, travel equipment, plane, whatever, failure or health issue for myself not the cancellation for the reason why I was traveling. A new lesson learned. Would I purchase refundable tickets going forward? Nope. 
the cost for me isn't worth that rare event that the reason for the travel changes. I will, however, purchase flights and housing much closer to the time of travel. Today, where I travel to in six months is different than what I would have said two months ago. The world and my knowledge and desires change. Know who you are. Research where you want to travel. Know who you, your travel companion is. And know committing to a destination too far forward can be a leash. And in some cases, with a potential increased cost. That said, on January 1, I purchased a, a cruise in November that is, uh, I mean, that's way out in the future. I do have a uh, cancellation ability going forward, so um, it, it is a leash, but not a real expensive leash. I'm Jeff, and I'm Dwelling Tiny. That's it for now. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to learn more, go to dwellingtiny.org. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.